One of the great treats of my childhood was visiting Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. We would purchase little paper cones of shrimp cocktail from vendors at the many crab shacks and devour them while staring out at Alcatraz Island, a federal prison in those days. Then we would have a rare dinner out at Aliotto's, the famous restaurant known for its wonderful Italian-style seafood. What I remember most about that honky-tonk area by the bay was the delicious sourdough bread served with every snack and meal. It wasn't just sourdough, it was San Francisco sourdough. And to this day, when I visit the wharf, I have to stop at Boudin Bakery Cafe to watch the bakers shaping that puffy white dough into baguettes, bulls, and baby turtles. On the Boudin's website, we learn that the bakery still makes its sourdough bread using the same mother dough cultivated from a gold miner's sourdough starter. That would make the original dough 171 years old. Well, I have a sourdough mother in the back of my fridge, though it's not nearly that old, maybe 10 years or so, but it's rather temperamental, and sometimes when I neglect it, it gets a bit sour and smells like pickle brine, but like most mothers, it's pretty forgiving. I throw out a little bit of it, stir and pamper the rest, and feed it carefully with flour and water, and voila, it grows into a powerhouse again, puffy and proud, full of vitality, just the way you'd want your mother to be. I've used this starter to make all kinds of breads, a classic sourdough, a corn rye, a whole wheat cinnamon raisin bread, crumpets, English muffins, even pizza and bagels. The starter gives the dough a special flavor, helps the rise, and also makes it keep a little longer without the benefit of preservatives. Right now, Sourdough seems to be having a moment. Just a few months ago, I'd post pictures of my fresh-baked loaves, and friends would say, Wow, that's great. Wish I could do that. But I don't have the time. Now many people are stuck at home looking for diversion. They've got nothing but time on their hands. Watching a bowl of starter bubbling by your stove and dreaming of the wonderful loaf of bread you might make with it is a far more hopeful idea than wondering if that coughing fit you just had is the first sign of COVID-19. This week, I decided to make a new starter. I couldn't remember if I started my first batch with a pinch of commercial yeast. Could I do it this time with just flour and water? Would wild yeast from ambient air in my kitchen be enough to create a powerful mother dough? How long would it take? As usual, my go-to resource was a King Arthur post on how to make sourdough. It claimed it would take a total of one hour prep time and five days of waiting. With nothing but time on my hands, I was game. I started on Monday mixing a scant one cup of pumpernickel flour and a half cup of room temperature filtered water. For accuracy, I used my handy scale. The volume measurements work out to be 113 grams each of flour and water. 24 hours later, the mixture didn't show much action. It just looked like the pasty tan mixture I'd started with, but that was only day one. I followed the directions and discarded half the mixture, added 113 grams each of flour and water, and stirred. This time I used unbleached all-purpose flour. This process of throwing away part of the mix and adding more flour and water continued until Friday. 
Of course, in this age of scarcity, when flour is as rare as gold dust, I didn't really throw out anything. I saved the discard to use in other recipes. The mixture went from absolutely no perceptible yeast activity to a happily bubbling cauldron of energy in five days. Sometimes, say the King Arthur folks, it can take a few days longer, and small variables like room and water temperature really do make a difference. But the more attention you give your mother dough, that is, using your starter to bake with instead of neglecting her for weeks at a time, the happier and healthier she'll be, just like mom. But if you do forget about her for a bit, just a few days of care and feeding will bring her back to life. Moms are dependable that way. It's a bit hokey. I don't usually name my starters, but I decided to name this one after my own late mother, Flora. I don't think she'd mind. After all, she's the one who inspired me to bake in the first place. Thanks, Mom. This is Ruth Stroud for Ruth Talks Food. We'll be back with another interview next week. Happy baking. <laughs>